Welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football. This will be the best week yet because Daniel's not here. Suck it, Daniel. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, this is what, week 10? This is week 9. We're going into week 10, so this will be the 10th episode. So week 10, Wasted Local Fantasy Football. I'm Michael, the number two team right now. We'll see how that has changed over the course of the past week. And with me, as always, I have Nathan, the ever jealous that he's not number two. Get wrecked. Uh, <laughs> Fact. <laughs> so it was a it was a fun week for me personally, but I gotta say, as far as fantasy football goes, and I'm sure like everyone out there that plays fantasy, I mean, this was a crap week. Like, so all the best players just seem to do just absolute garbage. Like, they did. It, they all pooped the bed. It was, it was miserable with the football, <laughs> fantasy and real football. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of good teams lost. I mean, they had the, the the Bills came out and laid a turd against Jacksonville. How embarrassing! No touchdowns at all. And turd is putting it very nicely. <laughs> Dallas got stomped by the Broncos. I mean, Vegas got humiliated this week, which always makes me feel good. So. Um, my team lost 49ers fan. They lost. So that was, that was great, but they played the Cardinals. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, anyway, so enough about how depressing this past week was. I could talk about that for ages. Let's get into the matchups for this past week. (laughs) Um, we'll just start at the, just, this is, this week was just a a crapshoot. So just, just be prepared. Um, we're going to start with Linden's game. We have Linden versus Bruce, the number one team. Do you want to take that one? Yep, give me. Click on that one. All right, we've got uh, poor Linden. We had Linden versus Bruce this week. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, Bruce won, but we'll go. We'll still go in. We'll still cover it. So, uh, Bruce had Lamar Jackson get him 30 points, which was – Half of what Linden got. Um, (laughs) 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 He had Zeke get him 11. Chase Edmonds, who got hurt and only got .3 for him. Brandon Cooks got him 8. Cortland Sutton with 3.4. Gasecki with 7.5. And then from his flex down, he got solid points. Elijah Mitchell with 10. The Dolphins got him 18 fantasy points. What the crap? And Matt Matt Berry did him right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matthew Barry's working out very well for him. Right. And then, then Linden. Oof. <laughs> this is just so, sad. <laughs> he picked up Tyrod Taylor, gets him five points. Christian McCaffrey coming back. Got him projected for 17, only got him 12, but I mean, still it's first a, modest, game back, so. a modest showing for his first game back, honestly. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, not too bad. Gets him nine points, gets him a touchdown. Didn't get a lot of yards, but got a touchdown. So, AJ Brown only getting him six points. Jacoby Myers one, Johnny Smith one, Marvin Jones three, the Broncos seven. Boswell leading the charge for him with sixteen points, his highest Woo! score, sixteen <laughs> points as a kicker. Oh so, my goodness! There's nothing that like hitting his bench got him four points total. So there's nothing that Lyndon – it sucks. I feel bad for Lyndon because there's nothing he can do that's going right for him, and it's just the, the sh- it's bad. The ship has sailed on Lyndon memes. Like, if you're still posting memes about Lyndon's team or you, you're making fun of Lyndon, like, 
just stop. Like it's it's time. He's dead. He's gone. Like he's he's. I'm hoping what happens is from here on out, Lyndon wins every game. I think we have like what four games, five games left. I hope Lyndon wins every one of them. <laughs> I made him a trade that would significantly upgrade his team, but he said no. I got. I, it's man, nothing like that. I mean, and it helped me out a lot, but it helped him out too. But you know. At one and eight, the best thing he can do from this way out is to try to play spoiler and try to knock some people out of the playoffs. So yeah, and like so. going into this week too with this this game, this game helped nobody. Like it didn't matter what happened, it helped no one. Lyndon was an absolute last. Bruce was an absolute first. So like, yeah, it changed absolutely nothing because even if Lyndon would have won, rankings wouldn't have changed. Bruce still would have been at number one. Uh, if not tied with someone else. So it just, this wouldn't have changed anything. No one cared what happened. This game was <laughs> the only person that cared about this game, honestly, was probably Bruce because he was just didn't want to bear embarrass himself <laughs> to Linden. And he didn't he even didn't get like Linden did, Linden teams did poorly. I mean, Bruce had a butt week as well. I mean, he only put up 100 points. Like, it's, it's awful. So, yeah. but I mean, that was a lot of people this week. So, needless to say, Chalupa Batman, Bruce advances to eight and one shoving Lyndon's face in the 10th place dirt uh with one and eight big oof so there we are with that one so all right i guess i will take the next game let's do i guess i'll just do mine um so when i said everyone had a bad week (laughs) what i mean is everyone had a bad week except for me so this was one of my highest scores of the of the year still. Not my Ever. highest, but one of <laughs> one of. Um, Josh didn't have a chance. And it's actually really sad, and I'll get into why for a second. But this game ended with me, the chosen one, at 160.68 to Josh's modest 99.52. Now, here's the reason that's sad. If you look at Bruce's or I'm sorry, Josh's team. They did great. The problem was the only person on his team that scored a touchdown was Matt Ryan, his quarterback, with three touchdowns. Dalvin (laughs) Cook had almost 120 rushing yards. Josh Jacobs had like 70 rushing yards and 30 passing yards. Keenan Allen had 12 receptions for 120 yards. Marquise Brown had the same thing. Like All of these people had amazing points like put on the board, but... And if they added a touchdown just across the board, this game would have been so much closer. But there were yep. no touchdowns whatsoever. So, honestly, 100 points with no touchdowns, that's pretty good. Like, that's pretty good. And he would have beat one, two, three, four, five. If he played any of the other five people, he would have beat them, too. So, yeah, this is bad luck. And he <laughs> went up against you whenever you freaking spanked the piss out of everybody, 160 to 99. Like, there's there's only so much you could do with that like yeah i mean and nothing you could have done on his bench either because like dalvin cook and josh jacobs neither of them scored as many points as melvin gordon did but melvin gordon only scored three to five more points than they did and he had a touchdown so i mean there's really nothing that could have happened um it just made it look a little bit better in the end (laughs) yeah now the colts you know came out and played the jets They put up a win, but they had zero points, so that didn't help him at all, his defense getting zero. And his kicker, Mason Crosby, having 
one or negative one point. Negative which, one point. It's funny because I noticed Mason Crosby is now available. <laughs> so as a kicker, <laughs> so uh, at least I think so. That might have been in another league, but I mean, and it really like Dak Prescott almost didn't do anything this week, but he managed to scrape in twelve garbage time points right at the end of that game when they got their butts kicked by Denver for eighteen yep. points. Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor putting up a combined total of 62.3 points for me. Absolutely huge. Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs getting their respectable 20 to 30 points. Uh, But, I mean, really, uh, the team performed top to bottom. Cordero Patterson and my flex at 16. Patriots at 19 points. Uh, And then Justin Tucker putting up his usual 10. So, I mean, and my bench even had more points than that. My tight end... George Kittle put up 17 points on the bench at 10 points better than my uh, Dosh, uh, Dalton Schultz. And then Carson Wentz, <laughs> if I had started him instead of Dak Prescott, would have been 25. So, yeah, I mean, there was fun. just probably the maybe, I would have to look, but maybe altogether, top and bottom, maybe the highest score of the year. But I think someone edged out. But long story short, I advanced to 7-2, and two, giving me a huge point lead. And I know before, Nathan, you were number one in points. I think you still are, but I am a lot closer to you than I was. So. Yeah, but you got a better record. So at the end of the day, with between our records, my points don't matter then. So unless I start winning games. Okay. So. So I would. Josh goes down to three and six, and is I think he's in eighth place along with like three other people. So. Yep. All right. Which game do we want to cover next here? I'll do your wifeys. Let's do Brittany versus Roger. Ooh. <laughs> so this one was uh, a bad game for Brittany. Also because of Josh Allen, which was a bad game for me, which just pooped on my Sunday. But anyways, we'll still go into it. She had Josh <laughs> Allen getting nine points. Javante Williams having a good game at 11. Mike Davis getting two. C.D. Lamb getting three. Chase Claypool getting five. DJ Moore getting six. Tyler Conklin getting seven. <laughs> Are you sensing a trend here? Uh, <laughs> her Brett, the Browns came in good again. Graham Bonneau keeps getting her solid points, but that only getting her 74 points. I, and I think if you look at it, Roger beat her 95 to 74 with Mahomes only getting 10 points. Harris getting 15. Mixon getting 25. Jefferson 15. And then from there down, it was Landry with two, Higby seven, Beasley seven, the Saints one, and McLaughlin one. And like, if Josh Allen puts up his normal numbers that he's been putting up most of the year, she probably wins this game. But, I mean, this past weekend was a crazy week and a bad week for a lot of teams. And I mean, like, especially whenever Roger has uh, TJ uh, Teddy Bridgewater on her bench that would have doubled Mahomes' points. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the- Brittany's, Brittany's problems are, I mean, she's got running back woes. Josh Allen, I mean, that's a fluke. Every quarterback has one or two of those. But, man, you're, both of your running backs are essentially backups. You know, Javonta Williams is sitting behind Melvin Gordon, who's finally starting to shine and has had a pretty good year so far. And Mike Davis, even though he's RB1, they don't use him. He's a decoy for Cordero yep. Patterson. So it's just – and that team's just a dumpster fire anyway. So it's just it's really hard to – get points on that but so i mean and the, the benches there were some poor points down the bench for for roger but it didn't matter because Brittany's bench had a total of seven points i mean that's just yep. she played everyone she could have played so 
Yep. But it is that, what it is. <laughs> that was a win that Brittany needed to. That drops her to three and six, and it moves Roger to four and five. So, yep. moving Brittany down to ninth place and Roger up to seventh place. That's big oof, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll jump over to uh, the next game here. We'll do yours. Bishop Sycamore Josiah versus Evans isn't too far away. You're sounding a little uh, catchy. I don't know if it's lagging or not, but your voice is sounding a little bit sketchy. So it's probably lagging. <laughs> that's just my. That's just my luck. Um. <laughs> anyway, so Nathan versus Josiah. Honestly, this was this is one I was watching pretty closely because these two have been fighting in that like middle ground, trying to find the spot to who's going to be the one that jumps up into fourth place. And only four teams go into that uh, that top bracket. So you know, especially now that we've done away with divisions. So this this game was pretty important to both of you guys. So uh, do you want to cover your team? Talk about what you did. Or what they didn't do. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you can't tell by my voice, yes, Josiah won. 119 to 101. Um, <laughs> he was all worried about Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins goes out and gives him 21 points. Henderson gets him three. Devontae Adams gets him seven. Deontay Johnson gets him nine. Kelsey finally shows up with 15. Judy gets him 10, the Steelers 4, and the Matt Prater 7. But what really saved him this week was freaking James Conner having the best game he's ever had in his entire life, which just happens to, surprise, surprise, come against me in that <laughs> fantasy. So in the story of my fantasy year, uh, gets him 37 points. That's just obscene. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, can't blame him. Everybody leaves Pittsburgh and gets better, so... I mean, <laughs> I'd see there's so, trash. Indeed. Uh, my team, like I said, we were talking about earlier, just a stinker of a week. Freaking Eckler only gets nine points. Matthew Stafford, who had been having a great year so far, lays a turd against Tennessee like every team seems to be doing. Alvo Kamara has a good week with 18. Thielen only gets seven. Robert Woods ends up getting decent points with uh, 14. Darren Waller got solid points with 12. Damien Harris with 9. The Bills, 9. Tyler Bass with 7. Suck. But, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's this isn't like – this is this is not a win for Josiah. This is a loss for you. Because, like, <laughs> at, at 100 points, what, that's your lowest score of the season, isn't it? It's like, pretty close, yeah. When I was telling everyone before this week that, you know, I, I need Josiah to win this. Because I know I can beat Josiah. I've already lost to you once, and I know you your team has the capability <laughs> of coming out and putting up 150, 160 points a week. My team putting yeah. up 160 points, that's a that's not something that happens every week. Yours, it's <laughs> and you've had what, two, three, four, hundred and fifty point games at least? Like I've had a, quite a few. Crazy, it crazy, hasn't crazy. Done anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that puts Josiah up to five and four. And you down to four and five. That's you desperately need. Yeah, yeah there's not many games eight, left. Yeah, so. yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> well, we got about eight weeks left. Well, 
eight weeks of real football and then yeah, about I think five it, weeks in or so. Yeah, four, four or five weeks, something like that. So <laughs> the nice part about the way that's structured, though, is that all players will be active the whole – like the way our – since there's the extra game in our season, yeah. I can't remember if it's 14 or 15 games, but essentially the way it's structured is that even throughout our playoffs and championship, there will be no players sitting – there's everyone's still going to be in the playoff hunt, things like that. So everyone should be full Unless swing. you're Linden. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Nathan, Nathan, he could still make a sweep and come out and win the uh, win the uh, consolation bracket. You never know. True. The other the other teams, a bunch of teams down with only three wins. So if Linden comes out and wins four or five games, he could eke his way into the consolation bracket. So. Lyndon, if you would have looked, you would have taken that trade. It would have been a lot easier for you. <laughs> well, then we'll move <laughs> on into the last game of this past week. And the reason I saved it for last is because it is probably the closest game of this last uh, last week. And this was the mayor of TD City, Ryan versus Hover Around Genocide, Daniel. This was a fun game. This is, I mean, again, Ryan out here, the Monday Night Miracle. Um, I mean, this was just another close game. I don't actually think this game went into Monday night because I, I think no, that. No, did not. Um, but still, I mean, the trend of him coming down to the last minute and the last bit of points was just, it was absolutely essential because when this game was going on, Daniel had three players going into the, I think it might have been the 8 o'clock game then. Um, and it was, so he had Mike Williams. no. I don't remember who was playing on what game, but essentially they had three players. Oh, it was the Kansas City Green Bay game. And yeah. Daniel had Aaron Jones and Tyreek Hill, and he's like, I need I need 10 points or I need I need eight points out of them. And they just, dude, they sucked. I mean, they only got him a total. Yeah, I mean, Daniel eked out a victory, like narrowly on this. 80.24 to 77.58. And honestly, it should have been closer. It should have been a lot closer, but the Cowboys defense got him zero, and Greg Zerline also got him zero. Well, like not, maybe not closer. It should have been a bigger blowout because they get zero and zero. It puts them up. Oh, no, that, that's what so. I meant. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of good things that happened. You know, Joe Burrow laid an egg with eight points. Devonta Booker was the second highest point scorer on yeah, Ryan's another, team. Another one of those weird games. Like nobody expected the. Bengals to come out and lay a turd against the Browns either. So, yeah, I guess Six, sixteen to forty-one. That's just compared to what Burrow and Chase have been doing. So, yeah, I mean, it's that, a game Daniel needed too. He needed this win bad. He really, he did, he did. But again, this is another one. It's like it's not like Daniel came out and had like a shining victory. Daniel, you won with eighty points. Like, yeah, you're you're not gonna win every game doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a win though. It is, it is. But there were two people on ryan's team that scored over 10 points and one of them wasn't even his quarterback like that's how sad this week was and there's so many of those so well, i mean dana had two people with zero too so <laughs> right but i would rather get zeros because that just means that the people just couldn't do it versus them just not being utilized on the field like yeah. they didn't dallas was down so far they went for two every drive and zerline didn't even get a field goal like it's yeah. it's bad uh so yep, yeah, that puts Daniel at four and five, and Ryan down to six and three. So we got Daniel, Josiah, and Ryan all just like right there. Or I'm sorry, Daniel, Nathan, and Josiah all in that like middle ground right there, fighting for that 
that fourth place spot. So yeah, and I don't know what our picks were for last week. So that's something me and Daniel can discuss next week and try to catch up on that. So yeah, he did give his picks for this week, so I'll be able to go over those when we get to the matchups. Um, okay, but I'll after- go over the standings real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so <laughs> if. Just in case anybody was wondering, drum roll for who's in last place. You'll never guess. It's Lyndon. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Lyndon. Burr, <laughs> I don't know burr, if you probably burr. don't listen to this because it's probably depressing. So. <laughs> Depresses me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Lyndon is at 1-8 and eight in last place. And at ninth place, oh, eighth and ninth place, eighth place you have Josh at 3-6, and six, and ninth you have Brittany at 3-6. and six. Josh barely has... 90 968 to 921 points which gives him the slight edge over Brittany. and then fifth sixth and seventh is i'm in fifth daniel is in sixth and roger clawing his way back up slowly is in seventh i have 1174 daniel has 1022 and roger has 943 so yeah i mean unless he wins out yeah. i mean there's no way he's yeah, passing he's out. yeah um in fourth place you have josiah with 991 points by himself uh five and four third pl- actually all y'all are by yourself so third place you have ryan at six and three with 1045 you are in second place and second in points with 1143 and in first place by some freak miracle bruce <laughs> At eight and one with one thousand and twenty-eight points. So I wanted to I wanted to touch on this too because I, I like I like the statistic. So at it gives your the percentage of playoff like your playoff hopes, and this is how we had systemic or systematically uh, eliminated Linden from the playoff contention. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we got I mean, depending on the how this next week goes, we have a couple other teams that are just about to be shut down as well. And yes. we have three teams that have less than a 10% chance of making the playoffs, which means that myself, Bruce, Ryan, Josiah would all have to lose out for those people even to be considered. And I don't even know if that's possible, just considering the, how the matchups would fall. So, because yeah. we all will end up inevitably playing each other. I think I might even play Bruce this coming week or something like that. So, like that, that's how Lennon got eliminated. So, de- I mean, depending. Next week we might be seeing a few more tombstones pop up on the video, so we'll <laughs> we'll see how it how it goes. So uh, myself and Bruce at ninety nine percent playoff uh, percent chance, which you know what up. Ryan at seventy seven, Bishop Sycamore at forty four, Nathan just right behind him at forty three percent, Daniel with twenty seven, Josh with or, uh, Roger with seven percent. Uh, Josh with 4% and Brittany with a 1% chance. That's like the Buffalo Bill miracle, like what, three years ago, whenever the Bengals <laughs> eked them in uh, to the playoffs. So if all, everyone loses just right and Brittany wins out, she could get in there. So, but we'll see. So, but that's the current standings. So, uh, Yeet, I'll take second place. I'm pretty confident I can beat Bruce again. I played him once and already and beat him by 50 points. So, not worried about it. <laughs> but so, what's next? We got waiver claims, trades, anything like that? Yeah, I can go over the waivers real quick. Sure. All right. Let's see. There might be a trade later. We're still waiting on that. 
We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. As I look at you in the camera. <laughs> okay. I, I'm still waiting. At There hasn't been any update yeah. on the status. So. Yeah. All right. So we had Lyndon drop Tyrod Taylor and picked up Ryan Tannehill, which I'm kind of annoyed by because I was trying to pick up Tannehill as well. <laughs> um, Daniel dropped Khalil Herbert and picked up Devontae Freeman. Uh, Josiah picked up OBJ and dropped Kenneth Gainwell. Oh my gosh, hurt. That... Ryan dropped Calvin Ridley and added Naheem Himes. Uh, Lyndon also added the Titans and dropped Chubba Hubbard. Daniel dropped Zerline and added Daniel Carlson. Ryan dropped the Ravens and added, no, added the Ravens, dropped the Raiders. Chalupa Batman Bruce added the Packers, dropped the Dolphins, and he also added Brandon Ayuk and dropped Chase Edmonds. So here's I have two things to say about the the waivers this week. One, the Tannehill pickup is clutch. Like that's smart because with Henry being out, Tannehill is going to be either dumping off short passes to running backs because their backups aren't great, and you know that's just it is what it is. So that's that's a clutch play. And but what I don't like is the Naeem Hines pickup because the only reason he got as many points as he did, and I don't, still don't even think he had a bunch, was just because they were just smoking that team with the run game. And Taylor yeah. had 172 yards. So the only reason yeah. Himes was getting any play time at all was because Taylor needed a rest. Well, I get it, though, because Calvin really is not playing for him. So my, my Calvin really is probably not going to play for the Falcons the rest of the year. So pick up somebody that's going to at least get a little bit of points instead of having somebody that's not doing anything. So I hear it's not you. a horrible pickup. I'm saying there may have been someone better. So I don't know. That's, that. that's true. <laughs> that's true. But you know how the waivers goes. It just has like the quote unquote the best as the top scorer. So, but it, I mean, it's situational week to week. So yeah, those yeah. are the, those are the pickups. Were there any trades this week? I don't think there were. Not yet. <laughs> Keep in mind, the trade deadline is in three weeks. There are some trades that are brewing, but some of those trades involved injured players that I need to see how the injuries are going to shake out before I accept them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if that's so after the the waiver report and the trades, we go into this week's matchups, right? Yep. All right. So week week ten. This is there's good. Listen, I'm just saying. If things fall, if the winning teams win and the losing teams lose, we might add up to three people to the to the playoff elimination this week. Here's hoping. Like so, we'll actually we'll, not really. I need. Uh, we'll get into that though. <laughs> yeah. So I'll. If you want, I'll go ahead and start with my game because it actually doesn't affect any of the rankings whatsoever. Well, I mean, it could. Well, it I mean, could. things could shift, but but only between the number one and number two spot. Like it doesn't affect yeah. playoff because if the my yeah. game is myself versus Bruce, and we're both ninety nine percent, but if we're the top, yeah. and we both win, one lo- wins, one loses, the num the percentage doesn't change because we're both number one, and number two. True. Unless yeah. Ryan also wins and scores one hundred and seventy five points. <laughs> yeah, well, to say you win, you're in first place by yourself. So it's true. It is true. Right. But only by points. So, so yeah. So you want to take yours? <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Ahead. I'll go ahead and start there. So like I said, my game is between myself, uh, the chosen one, and Chalupa Batman, uh, Bruce. And I think I pretty much have my lineup set. I'll need to look at it. Um, 
actually, I don't think I do because I made a I made a waiver claim and I didn't get my waiver claim and I'm kind of mad about that. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to change. I still have the Patriots defense listed against Cleveland. I'm not overly comfortable with that. Just how Cleveland's been playing, and I think with OBJ off their team, I think that that's gonna free him up to be more. Uh, they're gonna spread the ball around a little more, and I think that they're that team is just gonna actually be better now that OBJ is gone because he's a cancer. I, so. I agree. Um, but I have the I don't have the thing up that like gives me the advantages like you guys do. I'm not exactly sure how to do that. Whenever you click on the you click on the of course you don't work. <laughs> oh my gosh, nothing's loading at all. You go to instead of you go to overview whenever you're clicking on the matchups. Um, league league home. Yeah, go to. Go to scoreboard, and then from there you would uh, click on uh, match uh, box score. Box score, okay. Yep. There we go. Yep. That makes things a lot easier. So, um, at the moment, I have Dak Prescott playing Atlanta. Bruce has Lamar Jackson versus Miami. He has the advantage there. Um, I don't know what's going on with Dak. He, like fantasy, he was still pretty relevant. He got me 20 points last week, but that was literally in the last five minutes. He had three points up to the end of that game. So <laughs> uh, Nick Chubb decided to be a dingus and get COVID. So now <laughs> I have to start Cordero Patterson, which isn't a bad play. He's just not, he's not a touchdown heavy player. So yeah. um, Bruce definitely has the advantage with Elliott over Cordero Patterson. So um, not a huge deal if he decides to get passes. I'll get the points for Dak Prescott doing dump off passes to Elliott. So that's that could help me a little bit. I have the advantage in Jonathan Taylor versus Leonard Fournette. Um, I have the advantage in Stephon Diggs versus Terry McLaurin. That's pretty clear advantage. And then I also have the advantage in Cooper Cup versus Cortland Sutton. And just the way Cooper Cup's been playing, it doesn't matter who I'm up against. I'm gonna have the advantage there. Yeah, Cup's a beast. He's yeah, dude. He's averaging like twenty seven points a game or something like that. It's a it's just absurd. It's so, ridiculous. Yeah, his his average is everyone else's boom. Like <laughs> it's it's great. It's insane. Um, at the moment, I have Dalton Schultz slated as my tight end because I, now I remember I had went to make changes on my team, but for some reason, even though it was a Tuesday, it was saying that I had to wait for the previous stuff to register. I, I don't That's know weird. why. It is weird. But I'll, I will end up having um, uh, George Kittle in my spot there versus Mike Gusecki. And Mike Gusecki, who knows, man? He's <laughs> he'll get. It's hard to tell. <laughs> Mike Gusecki is either really, really good or nothing. Exactly. And right. I don't know. It's probably a little bit contingent on how if Tua's playing or not, too. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um I have the advantage on the flex, which we both have a San Francisco player. He's got Elijah Mitchell, but there's 19 running backs on that team, so who knows who's going to get the ball. Um, Debo Samuel, I think against the Rams, is going to have a lot of utilization, but you never know. Um, Ayuk is starting to to show some value, so they might have to spread out the defense a little bit, but if they're passing the ball, they're definitely going to – is it Jalen Ramsey that's going to be all over Debo? Yeah. So, yeah. unfortunately. So, um I don't know who I'm playing at a defense, so I'm probably just going to say that Bruce has the advantage there, even though it lists me as having the advantage versus uh, the Packers. But if Russell Wilson is coming back, Packers defense might not be the play. Yeah. So, um, And then I have the advantage with Justin Tucker. It puts our projections at 
124.3 for me and Bruce's 116.7. Now for your guys' predictions, Daniel has – actually, I'm not going to tell you what Daniel has. I'm going to give you, let you go. Okay. So. I'm going to – I, I kind of want Bruce to win just because <laughs> I need you, you to lose. So I want Bruce to win, but I'm picking you. I think your matchups are better. And I think that you're not going to have Diggs come out and lay another turd like he did last week. Like Prescott against Atlanta is not going to do that again. Schultz against Atlanta is not going to do that. I feel like you're going to come out and you're going to you you'll be all right. I think you win this, and it'll be I think it'll be close. But I I pick you to win, but I want Bruce to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, that hurts. Uh, but Daniel gave the same sentiment, so uh, Daniel, Daniel also picked me to win. So. Um, Regardless of what happens, you guys will both be tied up on that point. So, yeah. all right, which game do you want to get you next? All right, let's do. You know what? Let's do one that's a little bit more important. Let's do Roger versus Josiah. Dinosaurs exist versus Bishop Sycamore. This is important. Wow, you're not wrong. All right, so Roger sits at four and five, like we said earlier, and Josiah's at five and four. Roger, I've never ever rooted for you ever i want you to win i'm getting my pick now before i go over everything i want you to win so you're gonna say suck it josiah at the end of this episode instead of suck it roger yes i will i will this time yes it'll change this time all right so roger has patrick mahomes versus the raiders and josiah is with kirk cousins versus the chargers that gives i think that mahomes and the chiefs i think they're gonna finally start getting stuff together they're just They've got too much talent to keep sucking balls for as long as they're doing. Um, especially going up against the going up against a division rival, I think they'll play a lot better. Maybe not as good as usual, like last year, but I think they'll play better. Um, I think it'll balance itself out. Honestly, I think that going up against a division rival, they might play better, but it's a tougher matchup than they normally are. So I think they might get kind of yeah. pushed down. All right, and it's got Roger with a uh, Harris with an advantage over Daryl Henderson. And from here down, it gives everything to Josiah pretty much. So the only advantage it gives Roger after this Bucks defense versus Washington, as opposed to the Steelers versus Detroit, which I honestly think that could go either way. So the fact that they give it to Roger, I think it may have just been a pity. Like, oh, he's got too many check marks. Let's give this one to Roger. There's a so, point, a point four point differential yeah. between the, the projections. <laughs> so it's not by much. Yeah. So yeah, it gives uh, Josiah the advantage with James Conner versus. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Devontae Adams versus Justin Jefferson, but I think that could go either way as well. Uh, Deontay Johnson versus Jarvis Landry, Travis Kelsey versus Higby, obviously, and Jerry Judy versus Cole Beasley. I think that could honestly go either way, depending on how they're using Um, And they're still not sure if Rodgers is going to play this week with uh, him popping positive. So uh, it's projecting for... 117 to 105. Maybe. Maybe Roger gets more points if he puts Lockett in there, but Lockett's so hitting. I don't, I don't know. I think the projections um, on Landry and Jefferson are low. Like, really low. I mean, Jarvis Landry lost OBJ, and now he's the, he's the number one wide receiver out there. So, yeah. I mean, and Baker Mayfield's been pretty accurate as of late, as much as I hate to say it. And Justin Jefferson has thir- 13 points. I mean, 
that's his that could be his average but it's not his average in the sense that he averages 13 points it's his averages in the sense that he gets three four five some games and he gets 25 30 some other games so yeah. i think that he has i think that that projection is is low so but i also think that josiah's projections are even james connor's projections at six six uh 16 i mean james connor gets no yards and three touchdowns every game it's like yeah, that sounds, i don't think uh, connor puts up the numbers he did last week carolina's got a better defense and i don't think that they're gonna give up as much i think connor will score but i don't think he gets so and, spe- and I don't think Adams gets 17 points, especially if Jordan Love's playing again, because Jordan Love sucks balls. Yeah, he's so. not great. <laughs> so, yeah. I am going to pick. No, you know what? I'm going with Roger on this one. I need all my juju on Roger. I was going to pick <laughs> Josiah. I don't care if I'm wrong, though. Roger, I want you to win. Do it, please. All right, Roger, soak it up, because this is the only time anyone's ever rooting for you. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, on the other hand, is taking Josiah to win this one. So I actually also think that Roger could win this game. I think it'll be really close. So that's that's all I have to say about it. Because I (laughs) I, well, I really don't think that because Arizona relied on James Conner last week to run run in the red zone. I don't think they're going to need that now. If if Kyler Murray's back, I don't think they're going to need it. So the thing that hurts Roger is he's got Kenyon Drake in there, and Kenyon Drake is probably not going to get very much with jacobs there so but we'll see i hope roger pulls it out i'm not confident in that but i'm rooting for it <laughs> yeah so all right we'll move on to the next one nathan took roger daniel took josiah i'll move on into let's do linden's game <laughs> <laughs> man and I, man i really i want linden to win another one this year i want another win just not because i really care if linden wins or loses because it really doesn't matter but I want whoever loses to Linden just to feel like absolute garbage because he's, he beat Josiah once. So yep. that was, his, that was his one win. So, uh, but anyway, this one here is Linden. Oh, shizzle Gizengar versus hover on genocide. Uh, this is an important game for Daniel, you know, cause he, this will push him up there into the, keep him in the runnings with you and Josiah for that fourth place spot. So he really needs victory. And according to the advantage counter, it's going to happen. Like, <laughs> it's it's gonna happen. Like, I mean, there's he's Linden has Antonio Brown in there, and he's still in a walking boot. He's not gonna play this week. Like, it's yeah. like a, it's like a a ninety percent chance he is not going to play this. Week, so, yeah, I mean, Linden just didn't. Linden drafted great, but he just didn't. None of his team. His and, team can't stay healthy. And, and I have a feeling that he's gonna set his lineup. I, I have a feeling that Ryan Tannehill will go in there. Not the, it'll still be Herbert with projection for Daniel, but it'll have Tannehill in there. And it'll probably have Jacoby Myers in there or Marvin Jones over Antonio Brown, but we'll see. It's just it's just not looking. Yeah, and I we'll see, you know, because I like the ad, Lennon has the advantage with Christian McCaffrey over Aaron Jones, which how Aaron Jones has been playing. I mean, yeah, but they're also going up against Seattle this week, so Aaron Jones might be getting a lot more workload than he has been. And then oh, a kicker. Like, kickers normally find themselves in a five-point differential plus minus ten. So, yeah. I mean, that doesn't really matter all that much. But the Broncos' defense, if they could play as well as they did against Dallas, you know, they might put up some pretty good points against Philly, but the Rams' defense could also just absolutely obliterate San Francisco. Um DeAndre Hopkins is always a what if now. So, 
and he might not even play because he didn't play last week. So yeah, and it just I uh, like talking about him. It just popped up on my phone. That he has not practiced it this week either. Him and Murray both have not practiced yet. So yeah, so we'll see who they both start in those spots because Antonio Gibson is also questionable. So um, Daniel has the advantage with Kyle Pitts, Mike Williams, Tyreek Hill, and Miles Gaskin, <laughs> who's been getting a pretty substantial workload, but probably won't do great. Honestly, I think Miles Gaskin will not perform as well as Adrian Peterson does against the Saints. That's just my personal take. So he did he did all right from, last week. He got nine points for coming back. So yeah, um, that's one because he got a touchdown though too. So <laughs> outside of that, he didn't. That's points. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so it looks like. I don't really have much to say about this game. Obviously, I'm taking Daniel to I'm, win. I'm taking Daniel. I I, hope, I I want Linden to win. I really do. Because I need Daniel to go down in the standings just to clear it out a little bit, you know? Yeah. But they're... Enjoy your bye week, Daniel. Like, enjoy it. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, projections are 113.9 Daniel to 92 for... So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm taking Daniel, but rooting for Linden. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> Daniel took himself to win here as well, so... We'll see. Yeah. we'll see how it goes. Also, something to consider, Chris Carson is slated to potentially return this week, so Daniel might have him in instead of Miles Gaskin. Or so. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I might not have a choice there. So, All right, so that's that game. And we have another one that we'll do yours last, I guess. Um, okay. So we'll jump over to I'm a librarian, Bonner, Brittany versus Mayor of TD City, Ryan. You want to take this one? Sure. All right. We've got Josh Allen versus the Jets with Tom Brady for Ryan Turner versus Washington. I hope that Allen finally gets his head out of his butt and gets his projected points. But both Brady and Allen could have big games this week. So maybe it gives advantage. Maybe. Yeah, that's the thing they could. Josh Allen played Jacksonville, the only team worse than the Jets, and got seven points. I don't want to talk about it. So moving on to the next one, we had uh, Brittany's got Javante Williams. And Ryan's got Michael Carter. He gave the advantage to Michael Carter on this one. Uh, Ryan's got Naeem Hines, and Brittany has Mike Davis. By some miracle, they gave Mike Davis the advantage because that guy's been a turd all year. Oh, dude, his, um, well, his projections are always 9-10, and he always gets 1-2. to two. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Both wide receivers and tight end they give to Ryan with Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman Jr., Mark Evans over Lamb, Claypool, and Conklin. But Chris Godwin is not practicing either, and it's looking like he there's a possibility he might not play for Ryan. So uh, they give Brittany the edge in the flex with DJ Moore over Amari Cooper, which it's we'll see. Uh, especially, I think Moore might do better with uh, Darnold being hurt. <laughs> And it's having a quarterback that can throw him the ball, so fact. Um, it gives Ryan the edge in defense and kicker with the Ravens over against Miami, and oh, she has Graham Gano on a bye week actually, so she's going to need to update her kicker as well. So, of course, that's why he's got her his kicker is better. So, Greg Joseph with the advantage there. So. If say we give we'll give Brittany what maybe ten points on the kicker so that puts her at what one oh six still gives Ryan the advantage but I want you guys need Brittany want, to win this <laughs> I want Brittany to win I don't think that it's she had 
Dude, they're running backs, man. She can't you know win. What? You're not going to win any games with Mike Davis and Javonta Williams as, with your running back core. Now, yeah. are you going to win any games hurt? with Michael Carter and Naeem Himes either? No. If I was hurt, I would put in DeAndre Swift. Put in DeAndre Swift right there. Take Davis out. Put in DeAndre Swift. Versus the Pittsburgh Steelers? I don't know about that. I would. Over Mike Davis? I would. I mean, but over Mike Davis, me. probably, yeah. I mean, yes. he's RB1. Mike Davis is RB nothing. So yeah, but <laughs> I don't think Mike Davis has thirty points total on the season. Like that's probably not. Yeah, he's not good. So. Not. <laughs> yeah, dude, but, he's he's his rank is thirty nine. There's not thirty nine teams. Like yeah. that's how bad he is. <laughs> um, it's got Ryan projected to win one ten point eight to ninety six. I want Brittany to win, and you know what? I'm gonna pick Brittany to win. I'm, I'm gonna pick. She could do it. There's I think a, with her matchups, unless unless Brady goes out and puts up a fifty burger, which is possible. Yeah. I think with her matchups, if she puts in the players that she needs, get the kicker in there, takes out Davis, puts in Swift. I am picking her to beat Ryan. That's my pick. I'm picking Brittany over Ryan. All right. Well, Daniel did not pick Brittany. Daniel also chose Ryan. I want to see Brittany win this game because I want her to do better than Roger this season. So, <laughs> but I mean, that running, those running back woes, I don't know if Saquon Barkley is still injured. Maybe next week he'll be back, but um, yeah, they're on a bye week anyway this week. So we'll see. Yep. She also needs to get a new defense. Cause I don't, I still think Baker Mayfield's immature enough at quarterback that he's going to get frazzled by Patriot, the Patriots. So, Oh yeah, I agree. That's what Belichick does. Yep. So, all right. So we'll move into the last game, the final game, Nathan's game. Evans isn't too far away versus Josh Hall, ween touch. <laughs> ween touch. <laughs> he got his ween touch by me last week. What a fail. Hey, yo. <laughs> all right. Well, this is fun. There's a lot of, this is a fun one too. This could be a lot closer than it looks, honestly. And he beat me last time he played two in week one. <laughs> 130, 132 to 129. Shocker. Shocker. Puts oh, up his highest yeah. points of the year against me. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of this all a lot of this is contingent on what's going on at your QB spot. So I'm not sure who your backup is. Um, but you got Matt Stafford in there with a sprained ankle, so I don't well, it's supposed to be Ryan Tannehill, but somebody yoinked him off of waivers from me. So thanks, Lyndon. <laughs> yeah. And if other teams running backs are any indication, Dalvin Cook, I mean, he obviously has the advantage versus the Chargers, but I mean, Alvin Kamara hasn't been doing Alvin Kamara things this year. I mean, yeah, especially uh, Tennessee's defense is not good, though. So we'll see. See, they say that, but they always win, and running backs never do well against them. So, yeah, true. Well, I mean, Buffalo has no running backs, too. So that's a big fact. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler has the advantage over Josh Jacobs any day. Um, but they're also playing Kansas city with an awful, awful defense. So that might, that might help Josh out a little bit. Thielen versus, uh, Marquise Brown. I actually think you have the advantage there. I don't know why. I do too. Um, Miami's got good corners. I, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, Mike Evans has the advantage over Keenan Allen, which, with the way that they've been throwing the ball to Keenan Allen, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Mike I Evans think the has reason a lot of points. 
Antonio Brown is going to be not, probably not play. Chris Godwin's kind of hurt. So, yeah, but I mean, Keenan Allen's average is 12, 12.6, but he's he's touchdown dependent as far as his boom potential. Because, like, he gets, like, last week he had Josh, like, 16 to 18 points. I can't remember, but no touchdowns. That's absurd. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, not yeah. a good, amazing way. <laughs> I mean, 12, dude, 12 receptions. 12 receptions. Most people don't even get 12 targets. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> Um, true. so I actually think that Keenan Allen would, I mean, that, that one's close. It's up in the air. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, then you take the advantage on tight end flex and defense with Bill's defense, Damian Harris and Darren Waller. I mean, everyone that you have in there, I think that you get the advantage for the flex spot just due to the fact that, uh, Emmanuel Sanders is just iffy. He either has zero points or he has 20 points, you know? Because he's yeah, that deep threat. My flex may change too. Damian Harris may get pulled for Robert Woods because Cleveland's defense is good. And they're hard to run on, so it may be Robert Woods versus San Francisco. We'll see. Robert Woods is a tough one too because having Cooper Cup out there, and it really is like a it's like a Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans situation. It's one or the other. It's yep. never both. <laughs> yep. Um, exactly. Colts, Colts defense versus Jacksonville is a good play for him. I actually think. Well, you have the Jets, so yeah, that's. I mean, maybe who knows, um, but I don't. I don't think even though you have the advantage that his is at a disadvantage. I think that he could do pretty well there, and then his kicker. He's oh, he still has Crosby. That wasn't a different league. Yeah, I mean, if Mason Crosby comes out and sucks again, I mean, that's just not going to be a good time. Here's hoping. But yeah, so that puts the projections are one twenty point nine Nathan versus one hundred nine point four Josh. And who you I'm taking? Myself, myself, yourself. Got to have it. Yep. I think you're gonna lose. Just kidding. I think you're gonna win as well. I think your matchups you are just suck. too good. <laughs> yeah, I mean your matchups are just too easy. You have two people versus the Jets, Cleveland, Washington. All right, we had, we had two people versus the Jaguars last week too, and look what that happened. Josh Allen's just scared of himself, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Daniel also took you to win this one, so there's a there's a couple a couple disparities there between yours and Daniel's pick. So I know you yeah, guys are I'm not confident currently. Picks so. were close. I think he might be up on me after last week, but I do. I'm picking people that need to win. Probably not smart <laughs> when it comes to doing my picks, but it's pick people I need to win. So it's okay. It's okay. It's not like you're winning anything for getting the most picks. So. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end of the matchups, right? I mean, I think we covered everyone. Yeah, that, that is all of them. Yep. Yeah, I need Week ten coming this way. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, let me look up the rules because we're kind of we haven't been recording for a ton of time. So since we have a few seconds, let me look up the rules just to see what the actual like league length is. So the schedule goes until week. 14 so there are 14 scheduled season games so we Four have five five well this is week 10 right yeah, five weeks. so we have five five weeks left um so that gives some teams some time to pull away like i mean legitimately nathan is what you're four and five right now if i lost all five of these games i would be seven and seven and you would be 
nine and some. So like you, there's a potential that this whole board could just flip. And that's exactly why I'm listed at a 99% potential, not a hundred percent, but yeah. I mean, like it could, it could turn upside down and don't count the other players out either because the way that the league works is when I win. Well, I, I don't mean from playoff <laughs> potential. I just mean as far as even after we're still going to monitor what what's going on for the consolation brackets because the way our league structured is consolation bracket. We don't just give first round draft pick to last place. We make people fight for the first round draft pick, and it gives people an incentive to keep going and don't dump their players and things like that. Yeah. So, um, and then we even have it structured to where it's like the people in the consolation bracket, the winner gets first round draft pick, the runner up gets second pick, and then it goes in placement between the best player from there on down to the people that were in the playoffs and the last place in the playoffs gets seventh, eighth, ninth, even though I, I might switch it because honestly, I'd rather have 10th place pick than seventh place pick. Like seventh is like the worst place to draft. So, <laughs> so it's like the loser of the playoffs ends up getting the worst pick of the draft. Like that, that would be that, that yeah, but we have to talk about it. So 15 and 16, I think there's a, was there's, there's an 18 week season. 17. This year, 17 week season so we go all the way till week 16 yeah so we might and have some people sitting you know all the way at that end that's gonna suck so <laughs> but we'll see so five weeks left so we'll see who pulls one out and gets a victory so another stretch run <clears throat> yep thank god i'm up there at the top so i can i can afford to lose a few games so i yeah, should i should be you. Dude, I should be, I should be eight and one, right now, not seven and two. I should have won that Same. game with Ryan. <laughs> no, shut up. Same. Hey, I, you know what? Same. I'm, I'm, I said eight and one. I'm okay with the loss to you because I, I lost and I lost hard. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even close. But the game with Ryan, I won, I lost because of a end of the game field goal that they could have just not <laughs> kicked. Like so dumb. It's right. Everybody plays their best game against me, so it's great. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I also love that because, like I said before, I need you to lose because you're the one that I don't want to play in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I'm pretty confident in playing everyone else, not you, though. So <laughs> we'll see. And it really sucks because, like, I have all these winning – I have all these winning, uh, winning teams on my team. Or winning – yeah, all the – a bunch of winning teams players on my team. So if we get into the playoff and it's like all those teams keep winning and they're like, Hey, we've already cemented a first round or a first round buy or anything like that. It's like those people sit and I'm screwed. And we tried to change yep. it to avoid that, but this extra game, this extra game screwed up the way that all everything's set up. So who knows? Yep. Who knows? I thought it was 18 week season for some reason. It is. Yeah. It is an 18 week season. It is. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a game log. Oh, seven, seventeen games. Yeah. No, eighteen games. There's not eighteen games. It literally in, says in, that on here. In, in, in NFL, there are not eighteen games. I guarantee. Well, okay. Sorry, seventeen with a bye, so eighteen yeah. weeks. Right. Okay. That that's what it says. I'm I'm looking at it. Yeah, it says week eighteen one. weeks of football, but seventeen games. For okay. Team. Okay. So. But as that stands for us, that's 18 weeks. So that means that our league would end on week 16, which means there would be it would be before the two final games of the season. So we might get lucky and not have to worry about too many people sitting because yeah. two, one game maybe, two games probably not. So yeah. anyway, 
Thanks for listening to Wasted Local Fantasy Football. Daniel will be back next week to take up this role because I literally had to bend over backwards to be able to get this recorded. Um, I'm going to try to get this out and over to him, and hopefully it'll be out in the morning at a normal time. If not, then him being unavailable is why. Um, Check out the other shows on the 13 Palm Trees podcast network, such as D&D Kinda, Video Game Mythos, um, Gurus of Gaming, The Final Girl Podcast, and maybe some more coming soon. Mm. Mm. Um, Yeah, so any... Any last words or final thoughts, Nathan, before we log off? Suck it, Josiah! <laughs> <laughs>